Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host Sunday 9 to 10. For those of you... Hey, good morning, Patrick. It's the day after Christmas. That means all the stores are hopping again. Hopping? I guess everybody's returning all their Christmas Oh, presents. that's what happens after Christmas. People return stuff. I thought it was like Black Friday or something where they went shopping. They're probably shopping, too. Americans are addicted to shopping, so I'm sure <laughs> all the ladies are online. I got to tell you something. I need to give a shout out to anybody that works at a UPS store up during and after the holidays. Man, have you ever been in a UPS store right before Christmas? I try to stay away. I mean, it is it is hustling. And uh, it's, it's hard work. It's like lined up out the store. I mean, these people are really... Busting it, Sue. Props bussin', to you. Busting, busting. I think I said that a couple months, weeks ago on the show. That's stuck. the new, that's the, 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 the busting, busting. So, uh, we'll see. That means they're really doing, they're hustling. I've been saying that every every other day. No, I haven't. But, who uh, did I, who was I talking to? I, I like the term hustling in our industry. Oh, Ron Skufka <laughs> was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After, After think, we did the show, he he we went went and had lunch together. And he was he, thinking you were calling him like a pool shark. Nah, he liked that. <laughs> it made it made him go. Hoo, 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 I like that word. We have to hoo, clarify. But some people say, "Oh, hustling." There's in our industry when somebody's a hustler, it's a compliment. They're working. The way I look at it, they work hard. They're servant servant worker. I like servant pushing. Yeah. yeah, pushing. Uh, My dad's nickname was Little Pusher, and then well, your dad's nickname for you? No, dad's nickname, nickname. by Leroy and all the guys oh. through his went through his younger days I was Little that. Pusher. Okay, I thought that was okay. And then Leroy started calling me Little Pusher. So for the last twenty years of my life, Leroy called me Little Pusher. So it was a very big compliment. Leroy got re- and Dad got rest y'all soul good men. That's great. But a little pusher. Well, I mean, it's like growing up when, when you would play baseball or basketball or whatever. Everybody, Hustle. That's kind of what we're saying. But I, I'll tell you, I was telling the story to somebody else. It was something funny. When I was in high school, I got cut from the basketball team. And I saw I had happened to see the coach's notes, and it was like, hard worker. And that's it. I'm like, dang, that means I stink. <laughs> I just try hard. <laughs> he said broke. Did it say broke jumper? <laughs> Yeah. Sure, broke sure. jumper can't run fast, can't jump Man. high. He gone. He gone. I realized it was high school, late high school, when I realized in in sports, competitive sports, when you get to a higher yeah. level, it don't matter how hard you work. If you ain't got the skills to pay the it, bills, you gone. You don't got. You it. better go try to get a job. Go we, to school. It, it, it's it. It's really when you when you play with somebody that gets to that next level, and you're right, they just have something. About them that that others don't. I remember I went. I was fortunate, very blessed to be able to go. Our our attorney, uh, my dad and granddad's attorney for years was a fellow named Joe Travis. Okay, he was a UNC alumni. 
old school attorney, sim- similar to Stuart McCaig. And I mean, yeah, and, you know, these, we think these the world guys. We're talking yeah. talking the other day about them and and Skufka and these, you know, but old school. And he was a diehard Carolina guy, the biggest Carolina guy ever. And uh, so I got to go to Carolina basketball school a couple times yeah. when I was a uh, 14, 15 years old. And <laughs> that's where I realized <laughs> the kids that were there that weren't paying, <laughs> they were pretty good. I realized there was some ballers out on they, the street. They, they got me, too. I walked in my room. And I had a roommate. And I'm like, man, you're like two feet taller than me. How old are you, 18? He's like, I'm 12. I'm like, I'm 12. I don't know how old we were, but I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that yeah. is funny. Humbling. And then – and then I, you know, I grew up diehard Carolina fan, and uh, they were not really good at football when I was a kid. But but Joe Travis gave us, and I might have said this before, gave us Carolina football tickets one 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 weekend, and I was going to get to go to the Carolina football game. And I know my dad didn't want to go. It was probably cold, and they they stunk. They probably had a losing record, and he didn't want to drive to Chapel Hill. And I was at, I was showing my butt that Saturday morning and acting like a acting like a brat. And my, my dad told me, he said, you keep acting up. We're not going to the game. <laughs> and I apparently kept acting up. And he said, we're done. We're not going. Well, I don't want to go anyway. We're staying here. <laughs> and I went, I threw the biggest temper tantrum. Oh, I'll bet. Throw. So I never got to go until I went to college to a Carolina football game. My dad, he probably went, went to work on Monday and said, ha, ha, ha. Got him. I didn't want to go to that daggone game. <laughs> Trent over here acting like a snot-nosed kid. Well, <clears throat> well, I will and now I have a Ford. <laughs> yeah, and so you're doing the same He's thing? He's a little different than the girls. No, no. Yeah. He, he does. He, he, he wilds out a little bit. <laughs> My do, girls never did that. You don't say. This is, coming, this is the guy that had no shirt on with a picture of a snake that you showed me one time. I mean, he, my man's got it going on. I don't, <laughs> it's all perspective. I mean, I'm his father. <laughs> like, dude, can you, can you, can you snap out of it, homie? What's going on with you? Why are you doing that? What are you talking about, Dad? He come in, he come in this morning and, and I guess he got in my old watch drawer last night. I don't know. I, I was out last night and I come in this morning and he's being real sweet. And I was hugging it and kind of, kind of cuddling with him. I he, had, said, he had six Rolexes. He on. had it. I, I don't. <laughs> I know. T don't have any Rolex. Some old, <laughs> some old Swatch watches and fossils. Uh, maybe a tag that's broke. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's a Swiss Army. Excuse me. I never made it to the tag status. Um, but he had him on his arm. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I got watches. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Go lose them. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, well, that's cool. He gets to play with him. That's awesome. Well, he, he didn't get to play with them. He just, it was it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. He Art. swiped them. Yeah. <laughs> he went fishing oh, without man. permission. Oh, man. <laughs> You're a poet and didn't know Oh, it. man. Well, Trent, we got a good show today here. What we got, Patrick? Tee us up. Melissa this... Hoffman and Dal Balknight from EWO Charlotte. They're going to tell, tell us EWO. about- They're going to tell us about Haiti as a nonprofit. Haiti. Haiti. Cool. That's state. awesome. I get to learn something today. We're gonna I, learn I a thought lot. I was my learning capacity was maximized. But <laughs> <laughs> some people think that's an arrogant statement. I don't know why. Nah, no, I, we just nah. ain't smart. I look forward. I look forward to 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 hearing hearing what these Ewo Charlotte. Yeah, I've, I've heard a little bit. My wife's on the board with with this that's group, great. so uh, so we're, I'm excited to hear a little bit more about it. Uh, as she's very passionate about this. Well, uh, this is wonderful. Well, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Hope you're chuckling a little bit after that first segment. Ewo Charlotte when we return on At Home with Roby. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Hopefully you had a ho, 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 happy Oh, yeah. Christmas. We didn't talk much Merry about Christmas. Christmas being yesterday on the first segment. We didn't. We, so. uh, we failed to do that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, Merry Christmas, Trent. I hope pa- you had a good Christmas. Patrick, you look so jolly. It's the red cheeks. It's hot in here. It is. It's getting hot in here. No. Um, well, Trent, I'm excited to have our guests on the show. They're uh, they're they're standing by right now. We got Melissa yeah. Hoffman and Dow Balknight from Ewo Charlotte. Yeah. And, and Dow was telling us how he got the name Dow from his grandkids. Is that right, Dow? <laughs> got it. We got him laughing already. We're doing good. <laughs> ho, 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 Dow. Ho, 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 ho. Dow, otherwise known as Santa Claus. He's now he's starting vacation. I just uh, help her fund it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, yeah, we understand. Um, well, yeah, so Dow, Melissa, uh, it, it's, it's great to, to have you all on the show. Um, you, you work with my wife, Jody. I, I have been uh, around some of the board meetings that y'all are doing over Zoom, but I, some, for some reason, keep, she, keep, she keeps shooing me away. <laughs> like, get out! Get out of here! Get out of here! I'm like, well, I just want to, I just want to get a snack out of the pantry. I mean, it's behind the computer. I got to go through there. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm a little familiar of what what your mission is, which is which is so wonderful. Uh, we love having nonprofits on the show that that, that get a chance to, to showcase what they do. And, and your your focus is Haiti. Yes, yeah. We um, our organization Ewo. We are named after the Haitian Creole word for hero, and so we actually have two areas that we work in. One is entrepreneurship, which is not currently active since we are not able to get to Haiti right now. But right now, we are putting all of our focus on our student sponsorship program. So we help build relationships between families in the United States and those in Bayonne, Haiti, by allowing um, families to sponsor students. And so it's a really amazing way. I know you have seen through your family, oh, yeah. your, sponsor, your sponsored students, you, know, you get to write letters and just really get to know about these families and, and just see a different part of the world. So I think it's, it's really, a really a cool thing. So is it, does the sponsor? I, I got all kind of questions. Yeah, I, 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 I want to know. How, I want to know how this got started and and such. And then does the sponsor? Is this for general public education for kids in Haiti, or is it for a private school, or do, does the country underfunded in, in in being able to pay for the kids in general education? Well, I'll let Hal address. Uh, I let Dow talk to you about how it got started because he's been around since the very beginning. So basically, um, the school is located out in the middle of nowhere, literally, um, and it is uh, K through 13th grade. In Haiti, uh, they go an extra year, 13th grade. So it covers all of those uh, all of those years. The interesting thing about Haiti and education is Haiti focuses on educating children up through the sixth grade. Now, that is a desire uh, which Haiti fails at as a country miserably. Um, so they, they, they want to educate children up to that age, but the funding is not there uh, to do it. Anything above sixth grade uh, is uh, it's there, but 
from the government. So, so out in the middle of nowhere, Bayonet, Haiti, which is about uh, 70 miles north of uh, Port-au-Prince, uh, and it's about a three-and-a-half-hour journey on a good day. If you have to take a detour, it's six-and-a-half hours. Uh, out in the middle of nowhere, no electricity except for the generator that generates electricity for some of the school buildings and the church and the guest house. Uh, that's where it's located, and this actually started uh, in the late in the early 90s. Uh, we became involved in uh, uh, 2010, and that's when we took on uh, sponsoring children in the school. The campus right now consists of three schools. Uh, some are about uh, the two of them are about a two-hour walk from the main campus. Uh, a total of 2,500 students, and we are sponsoring, our, our sponsors are sponsoring uh, 500 of those uh, children at this particular point. Yeah, 563 students are sponsored right now, and we're super excited about that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we were talked about that. Trent, r- real quick, maybe we would have been able to be successful in sports in high school if they would have given us a 13th grade. That was it, the extra grade. We needed that extra year. We had that conversation on the first set. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, how, I, how we're both so un- unathletic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. He's, he's a lot better than me. So, but go ahead, well, go ahead. It's really interesting, actually, because kindergarten, there are three levels of kindergarten within the school system in, uh, in Bayonet. And awesome. kids go to school at the age of three, typically, because they, if they don't get them out of the household – by that age, they become an essential part of the house's workforce. That makes so sense. So by the time they turn five, they're a necessary part. They're not able to spare that extra labor. And so there are three levels of kindergartners that are third, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, and five-year-olds. And so um, they're in school even longer than you're originally imagining. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'll tell you what's really neat. Uh, we uh, uh, typically, when we go down, we visit at least one of the remote schools uh, we went to Nikolai. Uh, you can only walk there. In fact, wow. when they built the school, they had to actually carry the concrete blocks and everything about two miles on their backs to get there. But anyway, we got there, and we stuck our head in the uh, first-grade classroom, and the teacher saw us, and she said something to the students in uh, Creole, and every one of them stood up uh, very erect, by their desks, and we just looked at that and thought, "Wow, <laughs> it's just—it's just that's uh, anecdotal to the way the children are trained in the classroom. It's not just book learning. It's—it's uh, it's how do you how do you greet people? How do you interact with people? So at any rate, a little bit of digression, but uh, worth mentioning. No, I think that's awesome. Uh... Just, just so our audience knows, Dow, uh, board chair, board chair. Yes, oh. that's correct. And, and you're, and, and you're a, uh, at a, you're a business person with a, a, a Centra, Accenture, Accenture in your career. We we linked right. in, right. you. I uh, was with Arthur Anderson, uh, then Anderson Consulting. I wow. went into Arthur Anderson in their uh, consulting practice. It became uh, uh, Anderson Consulting. And then the two separated in the late 90s, uh, and we became Accenture. And uh, after 
um, after 28 and a half years, I, I said, okay, uh, this has been great. So uh, I retired uh, right after the uh, Accenture went, uh, went public. So that was my first career, and uh, it was great. It was great learning experience. I also went on and started another nonprofit, was originally named Empower, is now Aparo here in Charlotte that specializes on providing technology services for other nonprofits, and I did that for five years, and that was so much fun to get to know other nonprofits, to really focus on an area where most nonprofits are very uh, lacking, and that's technology. So, and then um, uh, EWO, which used to be World of God, EWO found me, and I found it, and uh, I've been doing this since uh, 2010. And we're so thankful he's with us, because he is amazing. I'll yeah. see you later. <laughs> and, 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 and Melissa, you do all the work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. We, we have had our share of, uh, of board experiences, so we, we, we both know the executive director is really the, you know, the one yeah, doing the heavy I, lifting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, call, we call people uh, like I you boss you, ladies. I, I, boss uh, lady. I got to go to Haiti in 2018 and 2019, and being there really showed me the need and the opportunity to do some amazing work. And so I came back and basically begged the board to let me join and help in any way I could. And uh, it's interesting because after being on the board for a year, we decided as a board to hire a full-time executive director. And I really struggled with it because it was something that was very interesting to me, but I had a full-time job, very secure, very stable, and I loved my work, but I just kept getting these signs calling me to put an application in and just see if if this was a good match, and turns out it was. And so this time last year, I quit my job and started in January full-time working for this organization. And I tell you, it has been amazing ever since then. It really has been. It's a lot of work, and, you know, I'm a first-time executive director, so I'm learning a ton, but the board is amazing, and they're incredibly supportive, and I really think that together we are just doing some phenomenal things. And, and you couldn't work for a better community. You know, the people in Bayonet are just absolutely phenomenal. And uh, like I said, I love it. I really do. It, it is a lot of work, but it is so much fun. So. Oh, that, that is both of y'all's stories. Hey, we got to go pay some bills. Would you guys stick around for another segment? We can learn more, more about Ewok. All right, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Uh, we have Dow and Melissa as our guest, uh, talking Haiti when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, Trent. I am getting educated today about Haiti. Oh, just hang out with me a little bit. With Dow and Melissa from <laughs> Ewo, Charlotte, which uh, we learned we learned a word. In yeah, Creole Haitian Iwo means hero. Yeah, that's right. And this has been an awesome show. It, it, it's really, I think, it's perfect timing being the day after Christmas that we have the opportunity to uh, to have Dow and Melissa on the show to to tell us all about what's going on in the world of Haiti and um, educate and, us. And Dow told a story about how how the kids, the discipline and respect, uh, is yeah. all part of the education system uh, and what what they're doing with the school. Uh, which I completely ag- agree. Oh, hands uh, down, is 
probably ingredient number one in somebody being gaining an education. So I, I think it's great. And then if you didn't hear the first segment, we talked about their journeys through business and yeah. and and how Melissa came to be the boss lady, which I think showed a lot of faith. Uh, so it's really cool. It is cool. And, you know, we the one thing, and in, uh, in Dow, Melissa, you mentioned the entrepreneurial part of this of, of your of your mission and uh you know we're, we're our business is very very entrepreneurially driven um most of our guests are entrepreneurs uh, can you touch a little bit about that i know you said it's been paused for right now but um our entrepreneurial listeners i'm sure that caught their attention um t- tell us about the entrepreneurial program if you can so i've got about uh an hour and 45 minutes of material here uh you got to do it in two minutes I went to Haiti in 2010. That was my first visit there. I went to this area and said, these people are starving. How do we create jobs? How do we get people to work? And uh, it's just been with me ever since. We actually went down and conducted uh, entrepreneur training for a week with uh, 35 people. We used some material out of um, Colorado, which is amazing. And uh, we uh, worked them through it. We talked about it. Uh, we had them uh, establish what business they wanted to start and when. And uh, we went back in four months, and over half the people had already started businesses. Wow. And I touched base with the people who generated the, the training material and said, how does that compare with others? And they said, most don't get to only 25% in a year. And, and so that I share that with you because uh, we launched, they launched businesses uh, that are still thriving. One person's business, he already had a job. He started a second business. He is contributing all of his profits. He's there in Binding Haiti. He contributes all of his profits for the education of six students in the school. So wow. I could talk a long time about the entrepreneur program. It's on hold right now. We yeah. can't wait to get back and expand that uh, with them uh, because that is that combined with the education is going to create a path to a future in Binay, Haiti, that does not now exist. That is remarkable. Um Kudos to y'all. I mean, I know it's, I can we can hear the passion in your voice and the fact that we can't get down there. You can't get down there and, and do this right now. I know it's 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 got to be uh, hard. Um, well, well, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, in the break, we kind of talked about we're understanding what's going on with 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 EWO and what the mission is. Uh, a lot of people, you know, this being nine to ten is our slot. A lot of people are listening to the show, going to church, and churches are a big part of of your mission. Correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, we are mostly supported by uh, churches, right, by individuals within churches. Um, we do a lot of sponsorship drives, and those happen typically on Sunday mornings. And uh, it, it's, it's amazing to see how many congregations in the Charlotte area support the work that, uh, that's happening in BNA and educating this community. And the, the, the crazy part about this is you're not— I mean, it's not thousands of dollars a month to send these kids to school. I mean, we have Diunica as part of our family. And what what is it? I mean, Melissa, tell us about, I mean, how I mean, it's very, it, what, what they can take what we have and, and turn it into so much. It's unbelievable when Jody tells me these things. I'm like, 
it's how much? Like I have to like question her because it, it just doesn't make any sense. But talk about the different levels and things like that that people can get involved. So it's only $40 a month to sponsor a student. And that funding helps provide their education and materials that they need to learn. It also gives them a uniform. Um, they get a hot meal every single day at school, and sometimes that's the only hot meal they'll get every day. And they also have access to the medical clinic, which is right on the main campus. So there's health care benefits as well, which I think is just super cool. But that money also goes into a larger pool that helps pay the administration of the school. It helps pay for the school operations. So for what a normal family in Charlotte might pay for a meal at Chick-fil-A, or maybe even more at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> you can sponsor a student's education. And so I think it's, it's a wonderful opportunity for people to give back and do some real good for a, a very needy community. Wow, that is crazy. It is. It's $40 a month. Think about that. Healthcare, but, food, and education. I mean, it reminds me, Dad was talking about the entrepreneurial side. I mean, a book that we talk have talked about on the radio a lot is a fable book called uh, Richest Man in Babylon. Sure. And, and in that book, you know, it says, well, is is there ever enough wealth if, 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 if you have a wealthy society to go around? And it says, yeah, the more, the more you build and the more you do and the more people find success and prosper the more the more plentiful things are uh as long as it's cultural in the community and and that is seems like it's a grassroots program to educate these folks empower these folks and then start the wealth generation that plants seeds for generations to come Uh, well said well said I yeah, agree. honestly, my biggest goal is to work myself out of a job. I mean, we hope to empower this community and these young heroes to, you know, get an education, come back to their community, get a job, and do better than the next generation. Right now, if you look at the, the demographics of the administration of the school, 75% of the teachers yeah, I saw that were, in your once te- were once students at the school. Oh, wow. um, the nurses that work in the medical clinic, 80% of them are former students, um, the entire administration of the school, they were all students at the school. And so even the, our office, we have an office on the main campus for EWO. There are four employees there, and all four of them are products of that school. And so we've got success story after success story after success story of how education is really doing an amazing thing to change their lives. It's just awesome. But now it gives you chill bumps. You, you know, another nonprofit that we have on the show that says the exact same thing that you just said, Melissa, is they're trying to work themselves out of the job, is Make-A-Wish. I mean, it's, we hear that out of every Make-A-Wish person that comes on the, on the show is we're trying to get out. We're trying to work ourselves. We don't, we don't want to be in business, but we have to be. And that, that's it. That's the kind of passion and determination that you have and what it's going to take to take it to the next level. Uh, tell us about, I mean, being the holidays, maybe somebody's not quite ready to sponsor a child. Are there other ways or, or special projects that people could possibly donate? Yes, uh, I'll start off. Um, I'll go back a little bit in time. In 2019, we had a seminal uh, board meeting, annual planning meeting. In fact, that's the first time that Melissa uh, showed up and visited with us. Uh, and from that, we came up with several items. Number one, branding and we are now EWO, second, to uh, hire a uh, full-time executive director, and that's Melissa. She (laughs) is the very first full-time executive director. And then third, 
is to increase the number of sponsored children to basically double it. Uh, so that's that's what we're focused on. Uh, and what we're doing right now is we're undertaking a fundraising drive. Uh, we're asking people to chip in and help us build a platform that will allow us to increase from 1,000, excuse me, 563 to 1,000. Uh, we also are undertaking projects down there. Uh, we just got funding for a new roof on the kitchen. Uh, you should see the space that those women uh, cook in now. It's uh, amazing. Uh, our dream is to establish a, a, uh, a dining hall uh, right now. The children eat on the playground, and they only have 300 plates. Uh, they have to take turns uh, eating lunch. Sounds unsanitary, but it's not. Uh, and so that's just the beginning. Uh, we are. We our dream is to have a first flight uh, English as a second language program starting in kindergarten uh, to enable these uh, students to be quite fluent in English, and that is going to be a ticket uh, not only in Haiti but the rest of the world. So we're in the uh, throes of uh, kicking this off, and uh, we're looking for the funding over the next uh, three years that will allow us to reach that next level. Well, Dal yeah, we're dreaming really big, and so we're hoping this fundraiser will give us the tools that we need to uh, to build this platform. Well, Dow, Melissa, we got to go to a break. Before we do, please tell the audience where they can find and where they can connect with EWO Charlotte. Okay, so we're on the web, uh, www.ewohaiti.org, but you can follow us on all the socials at EWO Haiti. Um, we post updates, and we give news and you can join our newsletter from our website. You can make a donation right there on our website. So uh, we're, we're there, and we'd love to come. If you, uh, you are an outreach person at a church and you'd like for us to come have a sponsorship drive, uh, my email is melissa at ewohaiti.org. I'd love to come and bring Jody or Missy or one of the other ladies on our uh, sponsorship campaign team. We'd love to come and visit you guys and uh, tell you more about how you can get involved. EWOHaiti.org, Melissa at EWOHaiti.org. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, we were very grateful to have you on the show. You're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. How do y'all like the interludes from D DJ TJ? <laughs> I mean, makes me just... I don't want to hear myself speak. Deej Teej. And if you, and I, it doesn't offend me if you say, hey, we would rather hear two minutes of that nice interlude than your voice. Send in your comments to tj at wbt.com. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Trent, I got, I, I got to tell you a crazy story. Um, two stories. One is, I, I, how, how great are Dow and Melissa? Oh, that's um, awesome. Great. Uh, and I kept calling them Ewo Charlotte. It's Ewo Haiti. That's, that's going to be my bad on that one. But uh, EwoHaiti.org. Um, Jody came to me and, and she was like, ah, you know, I'm really passionate. I want to do something. I want to do something. I've never been on a board before. I'm not sure about this. And uh, she's been on this board for, for a little while. And I'm very, very proud of her. This is something that she's really, really, you know, tried to contribute and do everything she can to help. And, and hearing their story firsthand is, is, is really awesome. It was great. No, I, I you know, I mean, it's it's what I say about charities. Uh, people that give pushback on 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 charity 
and serving and giving, you know, and try to make excuses. I said, man, you go do something. Oh, you feel great. I'll leave you alone. Just go do something for other people. That's and, it. And serve and, and help them. And uh, it's wonderful. And 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 I've served, I, I've been on a couple mission trips through our church where we, through Habitat, we went and, and built houses down in El Salvador. That's right. I forgot you did uh, that. And, and it's, the cool thing about, and you know, people go, oh, yeah. There's stuff in Charlotte, people in Charlotte that need help. People, what there is, You're right. there is, and we do that stuff too, or try to. Uh, but just because somebody's born in another part of the world, uh, I mean, you, we we got to help humanity, and it's the Christian thing to do. Uh, but I love the culture and these people that have very little relative to our material things yeah. are so humble and so happy. And it's and and it's like, how can y'all help us? We'll help y'all see the big picture. Y'all help us find find contentness and happiness over here in, in the abundance of the United States. Yeah, that's very well said. So, uh, I agree. Um, it, 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 I mean, we're talking. I, I got to tell you another thing. I had a very wise person at my church one time. We were having a men's group, and what you said about helping people at home. We were talking about people that are asking for money on the side of the road. One of the guys was like, hey, they're not going to do anything good with that. And he just stopped, sat back, and he looked at him right in the eyes. And he goes, but what if they do? That's all I said. And we were like, huh. It's not, it's not our decision to judge who needs help and who doesn't. Everybody needs a helping hand at some time. Um, I think you're dead on, whether it's here in Charlotte, in Haiti, or El Salvador. I mean, we, Well, I mean, my comeback, you know, people that say, oh, well, we— I think we do need to help our community that yeah, we live in and right. help, help people in, in in our part of the world. But, uh, you know, when people say, oh, well, we, we there's more, more to do here. It's like, well, well go, that is so great. What are you doing? Go do it. Yeah. <laughs> what, tell me all the things you do locally. So I think this is awesome. I mean, I, I, I have never been to Haiti. I don't think tourism i haven't either uh for for the reasons that, that they're trying to help and grow this i don't think tourism is has been the number one thing and they've had some natural disasters as well uh very remote location um so, but look i mean all that can change well but before you roll out i want to give a shout out to one of our listeners that sent us a nice note uh, via our website sammy macy who uh happened to be from the same hometown as my parents i think he heard us talking about uh, Feldcrest Cannon, where he worked, and uh, he owned a baseball card shop. And we, we've been communicating on email. So, Sammy, appreciate you listening to the show. And, and yeah, sent an email. And uh, a, a, a fella that one of my real estate buddies, uh, Will Bartle, used to work at our yeah. firm. We got to have him. He opened a baseball card shop. Let's uh, do it. So, we got to get him on here. I think we're going baseball cards all the time on that <laughs> home of Rugby. It seems to be a fan favorite from our generation. Hi, hi, hi. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we thank Dow and Melissa, man, giving back and leading uh, by example. That's what we do. Ewo Charlotte, thanks for listening to At Home with Roby. Go out today and do the golden rule. Uh, and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.